The Bitcoin Top 100 Analysis by Blog of Jake. This article was brought to you by Lissell. Of more than 30 million Bitcoin owning addresses, the top 100 hold one seventh, 14.3% of all Bitcoins. Some people believe Bitcoin will solve wealth inequality. I'm not so sure about that. But wealth inequality wasn't the subject of this analysis. My intention was only to see what I could learn from the analysis of the top 100 Bitcoin addresses as they're provided at bitinfocharts.com. My first observation was that the richest Bitcoin addresses was less rich than I expected. It's worth just under $2.5 billion, and it's the only billionaire Bitcoin address. I suspect there are a few, and maybe several more Bitcoin billionaires in the form of individuals who hold multiple addresses with balances that combined over a billion dollars, but that's mostly speculation based on connecting addresses with first or last in or out dates that are the same. I'll explain what that means in a second. My first really interesting observation was that 60 of the top 100 addresses had never once made an out. As the words suggest, an out is an occurrence of Bitcoin moving out of the address, and an in is an occurrence of the Bitcoin moving in. You can think of it as like a buy and a sell, respectively, with the nuance that an in can come from mining, or basically earning the Bitcoin, or simply transferring it to one address from another. The latter would show an out. Those addresses could be owned by the same person or entity, and so an in isn't necessarily synonymous with a buy, but I don't think there's much harm in thinking it's about the same. So, isn't it interesting that 60 of the top 100 addresses have zero outs? These addresses have bought, earned, or transferred in Bitcoin, usually on many occasions, but they've never once sold or made an out. This seems to support the thesis that Bitcoin believers are in it for the long haul. At the very least, it seems the majority of the richest ones have held absolutely and without exception thus far. But if Bitcoin is going to have a lasting impact, these are still early days for the decade-old technology that some call digital gold. And it's even earlier days for many of Bitcoin's largest owners. This was my second interesting observation. It turns out that most of the addresses in the top 100 made their first in sometime after the beginning of the year 2018. This is where it's important to recognize the difference between an in and a buy. It's possible that many of these addresses, with first ins in 2018 or later, received funds transferred in by individuals or entities that have held those funds in other addresses for a lot longer. Now, I have no reason to believe this to be true. I'm simply acknowledging it as a possibility. Setting that caveat aside, one can assume that big money, or what is commonly called institutional interest in Bitcoin, has been greater than ever since 2018 and great enough to gain enough Bitcoin to displace other holders in the top 100. The lowest price and best buying opportunity since then was around 3400 bucks. Bitcoin has spent the majority of the time since then at a price between 6 and 10 grand. At the current price, around $9,300, it stands to reason that most of the top 100 Bitcoin addresses first in since 2018, which is most of them, haven't appreciated in value by more than 50%. To be up more than 50%, an address's average in would have to be lower than $6,200 a Bitcoin. More qualitatively, 
It doesn't seem as though these are addresses of individuals who have become rich off of Bitcoin and are now holding because they're playing with house money. It seems that most of these addresses are probably closer to being flat or down money than they are being up double or more on their initial investments. By that logic, these addresses aren't in because of what Bitcoin has done. They're in because of what they believe Bitcoin is going to do. And thus far, they're looking exceptionally patient. You see, the tendency of top 100 addresses to have been first in in 2018 or later is made even more interesting by looking at their last in. Without exception, every address in the top 100 has had at least one in in 2020. Regardless of anything that makes them different, the top 100 seem to have this one thing in common. They're all getting in. I was a bit curious to see how far this fact extended, so I looked even further, down to the top 1,000. By my count, there are only 7 addresses out of the top 1,000 that haven't gone in within the last year, and all 7 of them bought between March 2019 and a year ago. This was pretty surprising for me. The top 1,000 owns nearly 6.5 million Bitcoin. That's more than the top third of all the Bitcoin in the world. It has been estimated that approximately 4 million Bitcoin out of the 18.3 million existing, and 21 million that will never exist, are out of circulation and gone forever. If that is true, then these top 1,000 addresses own nearly half of all Bitcoin and not a single one of them has failed to add to their balance at least once in the last 16 months. Man, if I came to that conclusion with the data, it'd be pretty unbelievable. Bitcoin isn't a company, but it has a $173 billion market cap, or total value, and so its largest addresses can be compared in some sense to the largest shareholders of a multi-billion dollar market cap company. The largest shareholders of multi-billion dollar companies, let alone a hundred billion dollar companies, are usually taking some of their chips off of the table at that stage, not unanimously loading up. I should make it clear that I recognize that the fact that all of these addresses have made an in recently doesn't necessarily mean that they're increasing their balances, but an in is an in, and if they were overall intent on cashing out, I'd expect them to make only outs not ends. In summary, it seems that most of the biggest Bitcoin owners bought recently and are holding strongly and are buying more, and frequently. This analysis of the top 100 Bitcoin addresses adds to my conviction that it is the best investment I've made in my lifetime, but it's only a small factor. I hope to write more about Bitcoin in the future. Until then, I will appreciate any feedback, comments, or questions sent to jake at blogofjake.com, especially by those who know something that I don't, or see a flaw in my analysis. Enjoyed this article? Be sure to share it with your friend. You can find a written version of this article on blogofjake.com.